Welcome to Justice versus Vengeance, where we battle out your favorite comic book heroes and villains. I'm Robbie Gaddis, here with my awesome co-host, Caleb Boyes. Hello, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. How are you? Awesome. All right. <laughs> Today's Monday. You know what that means? That means we take two characters, run them down, tell you everything that motivates them to do what they do. Let's go! Today, we have, coming from the pages of X-Men number one, Bobby Drake, the Iceman. And also, coming from Firestorm number three, Killer Frost, Caitlin freaking Snow. That was pretty good, man. You like that? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Now, with that being said, I asked you this yesterday because I was kind of just wondering, are we going to have to get a little scientific in this? I think we are. We're going to have to get a little... I mean, I took college. I took Scientology. I took college. I took I took Scientology in college, not Scientology, biology in college. Robbie, I, everything you just said, I'm discounting. <laughs> I don't believe you finished high school after that sentence. I did finish high school. You said. Did not finish college. Though. You said I took. Science. Scientology. And but first you said I took college. <laughs> I took okay, Scientology. Okay, we're getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked. At college. Yep, we're getting sidetracked. Anyway. So, would you like to go first, or would you want me man, to go I first? I actually am very, very pumped to hear about what would what we're known to be the second X-Men. Mm-hmm. So, let's hear about, uh, let's hear about Iceman. All right. Well, as I said, but in the, or- in the origin, as I said before. Go back to college. Yeah. As I said before, his first appearance was in X-Men number one of 1963 <laughs> in September of 1963. Did you graduate from Dum Dum College? Or <laughs> it was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, and his name is Bobby Drake, Robert Louis Drake, or Bobby. He's from Hempstead, New York, to William Robert Drake and Madeline Drake. So William Robert Robert Drake was his dad. And you know what's cool about that—the William Robert part is my is first that name. That is actually your first name. Yeah. So he could also be a Billy Bob, a Willie Rob, a Robbie, a Robbie, a, 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 a Rob, a Willie Rob, a, a Bob, a, a Billy Bob, a yep. Billy Rob, a Billy. He's <laughs> got done? endless. All right, so he, so a school bully. <laughs> we're getting um sidetracked. Hold on. So he discovered his powers at a young age when he couldn't feel cold. He couldn't stop feeling cold or stop shivering. So he just thought he had the flu all the time? Yeah. So a school bully convinced that he was going to attack Bobby and his girlfriend. He panicked and encased the bully with ice. Dang. Yeah, so, so his power, so his power manifested, manifested then when the bully came. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up. And he's like, and your girl. no. <laughs> yeah. He said, you put your hand on her. I'll make you very cold. Yeah. You're going to chill out. Anyway. Whoa. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> So, he, this saved his girlfriend, but everyone's seen it. So, now everyone thinks he's dangerous in the town. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just picturing him looking at this school bully and going, hey, chill, chill out. out. And then, whoosh. Yeah. In case of that. Sorry. So, now everyone thinks he's dangerous, and the town of Fort Washington put together a lynch mob. Well, that's and, not good. And they broke into his house and overpowered his family. The sheriff seen what was happening and took Bobby into custody to keep him safe. 
which is very good. Yep. And the story started spreading across the country until it got to a certain Charles Xavier, a very important man in the X-Men, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I would say very important. He sent, important he sent Cyclops, Scott Summers, to recruit him, but Bobby turned him down. Soon after that, they started fighting, but that lovely lynch mob caught up with them. Like, oh, there's two of them now? Fuck that. We're going to hang both of them. Yeah, for real. Which, I mean, why can't they just couldn't cast him out? I don't know, but they were stringing Scott and Bobby up to be hanged when Charles Xavier used his telepathic abilities and erased their memories. Thankful for his life and his new role model, Scott, he enrolled in the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters and became the second X-Men. And of course, there he learned how to use his powers in the danger room and then adopted the name Iceman. I like it. That's pretty much for his origin. That's it. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. Very simple. So, as I, I, I haven't said this. I was about to say, as I said before, I said it to you. As I said before. I said it to you. So, he is an Omega-level mutant, which you're going to hear me talk about quite a bit. Okay. You're going to so, explain this, yeah? So, we're going to talk about exactly what it is. It's a mutant with the most powerful genetic potential of their mutant abilities, with an undefinable upper limit. For example, Magneto, Jean Grey, Franklin Richards, who is Reed Richards, and Sue Storm's son, and Storm. Storm is also... Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So, basically... A power limit that hasn't been reached or can't be reached. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Well, yeah. Sorry. What were you going to say? Were you about to talk shit? Yeah, I was actually, but I'm going to hold off until Friday. So you were just about to start laying into me? I would go as far as saying I was going to lay into you. Okay, so let's talk about some comic recommendations because I got some really cool ones. We got Astonishing X-Men number 65. Bobby goes to the size of a skyscraper and covers the entire world in a blanket of snow and ice. And the final snow showdown is coming. The final snowdown is coming. I know. I was like, what a pun. <laughs> and it's time to see if Bobby is going to be the hero and reconcile with everyone or put the world in a new ice age. That sounds pretty cool. It does sound pretty cool. We got Earth X. And in this story, Black Bolt blinds the Watcher. So he can fill Earth's atmosphere with Terrigen mist so he can make more people inhumans. Obviously, every hero on Earth is involved, but it affects Iceman differently, making him permanently live in his ice form. So he can't be in warmer climates at all. So he moves to the North Pole and builds a city of ice. So um, before we before we move on here, um, he has so like when you think of like certain mutants who have their like signature look when they're when they're using their powers yeah so like uh if i'm talking like for example wolverine obviously he's got his claws out mm-hmm. his claws are popped when he's got his when he's like when ready he's, to go like ready his, to fight yeah cyclops always has his his um his thing, visor his visor beast always looks like blue blue nightcrawler <laughs> blue blue Iceman goes back and forth between his ice form and, and his like a normal form, yeah, normal human, human form, form, yeah. Um, Most of the time, if he's fighting those stuff, it's the ice. It's the form. ice form. But what about why is so he's in his human form, just living kind of day to day? Okay. Yeah, he's just normal, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Anyway, so, so the next one we got is house arrest, which this one's crazy because there's so much going on, but Xavier's school gets attacked. Bobby loses his powers and camps out in the one of, and in the ones get questioned by 
the one agent, by a one agent, O-N-E, I don't know what that stands for, but then he elbows the agent in the face and he gets captured. And right before he gets executed by the leper queen, he his powers come back and he escapes and freezes her arm. Mm. Sounds pretty cool. Pretty crazy, right? Interesting. Ready to hear some fun facts? Sure am. All right, cool. Stan Lee stated that Iceman was created as a copy of the Human Torch, but with the opposite element for his power, which is pretty cool because I didn't know that. I mean, it's yeah. kind of obvious if you look at it. Yeah. But like, if you're not just thinking about it. But with that being said, and I know we're not talking about like you haven't really talked about like his powers and abilities right. yet. But with that being said, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, we might actually agree on something for once. In an, in, a, in an episode of the, our podcast. We agree on a lot of things outside when we don't have mics right. in front of our face, but we disagree on everything with mics in front of our face. Um, Iceman would always beat Human Torch, right? You would think, but then again, Fire Melt's Eyes. Fire Melt's Eyes. But I don't know how... This is an Omega level yeah, mutant. I think, yeah, I think you're so, right. I think so Iceman wins. With his... Do you th- how do how does John how does Johnny beat him though? I mean, he would have to be like overpowered in some way, like powered up. Not just normal Johnny is not going to beat. Yeah, Bobby. I don't think Johnny so, and Bobby. Yeah, Johnny and Bobby. Was that on purpose? <clears throat> yep. His original look that he had was more like a snowman than an ice man. And he had Why'd you all soft on me? Yeah, well, I was trying to hold back a burp. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> okay. That's why I was like, ice, man. <laughs> no, and he had bright yellow boots. Why in the world would he have bright yeah. yellow boots? Yeah, and he looks like a snowman. Frosty, huh? Yeah, it's Frosty the snowman. Those kids following him around singing that song. If they can catch him. Anyway, so at one point, Emma Frost took over Iceman's body by having her mind transferred with Bobby's when she was attacked by a time traveler from the future in the Hellfire Club. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned this is because Emma took his powers to a whole new level where she was able to break down the body and turn it into a liquid and move through water and also change into a gas for the same effect. She was also able to control the moisture in other people's body with Iceman's powers. Dude, that's insane. And he's been able to do that too. Right. After that, because he learned that. But, like, originally, she did that first. Right. And she, he's just like, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool. And he can replace his own cells with new ones by purging the bad ones and turning them into vapor and replacing them with water molecule cells. He's done that to purge poison out of his body. That's pretty cool. And he's stated that he can lower a person's body temperature so much to stop blood flow from it, and it can prevent a person from hemorrhaging and dying. So he can save people by that. That's insane. And my last one is, in Godzilla number three, he was able to freeze Godzilla's head for a minute. That's incredible. That's pretty cool though, right? That's incredible. Like, that's something like... I didn't know he was in that. I didn't know he was either, but in Godzilla number three, because Godzilla's been in Marvel and in DC. Yeah, he's got, he's currently in DC Comics. He's currently in DC Comics right now. Which is pretty cool. He fucked up Superman in DC Comics. He did. He did. And um so his powers and abilities, of course, he's he can he's Iceman. He can manipulate yes. ice. He can How do you say how do you say Cairo uh like the 
Or cryokinesis? Cryokinesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always have well, trouble he has, saying that. He has thermokinesis and cryokinesis. I'll talk about the difference Friday, but it's... Um, He's so got both one, of those. One, he's able to manipulate fire. No, I'm just <laughs> not necessarily manipulate fire, but he he can absorb heat. It's no, it's his ability to lower his internal and external body temperature, which he can lower from 98 degrees, which is normal like us, to absolute absolute, absolute zero, zero in tenths of a second, which is the point where molecular motion stops. And his power to do this is so great, he wasn't able to stop. He was able to stop a massive fusion device from exploding. In X-Men Volume 2, number 199, he's also able to freeze individual parts of his body as well. Right. Okay, so so that's the thermo. Yeah, and the cryokinesis is he can generate and manipulate and fully control eyes. Right. Which I go, which, like, which much have. deeper detail. That's where, that's where with, with our characters there, that's the thing they That's have the common. similarity, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think, and I'm saying this now, I'm not trying to shun your character at all, but I think, like, his powers, I don't know how she got her powers. Uh-huh. So I'm ready to learn that. Right, right. But I think her his is more like a little more like different because he's a mutant. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, it is because she's a metahuman. She's a, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's their version of mutants. Inch. I mean, I mean, to an extent, she's more of a. I when mean, pa- she's a she's when a the meta- co- when the collider. Yeah. She's a metahuman for sure because like like Flash is a metahuman. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's yeah, she's like that. So there's one. But I am ready to give it to you whenever you're ready. There's one difference, key difference between them. And it's very interesting. And it's something that I don't know if you've thought about. Okay. And I'll talk about that on Friday. Okay. Because not going to, not going to, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Right. That's what she said. What? I am going to do, though, is say that when I heard, like, not heard, when I saw the wheel, like the wheel, this this battle in particular, like the wheel called me. Yeah. When I heard, like, oh, no, I got word. No. When I (laughs) saw. You think the fucking 13 colonies? Yeah, I don't know. Are the British coming, motherfucker? What's happening? No, No, they're not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The cold's coming. It's what's coming. But when I saw Iceman and Killer Frost. I'm like, wow, that's very interesting. And then I realize, oh shit, I have Killer Frost. Which Killer Frost is a cool character. I like yes. Killer Frost. But initially, what I'm saying is you're like, oh shit. I was like, oh shit, I'm about to get my ass handed to me. Yeah. Mopped. Mopped. Um, I don't feel that way anymore. No. Because of subtle differences in between them. I'm excited and to learn about and it. And I yeah. can't wait to present those to you. But before we do, obviously, I have to give you a rundown. Of who Caitlin Snow is. As you said, first appearing in Firestorm issue. Now, was she three. the first Killer Frost? No. That's what um, I thought. No. Emma Frost. Not Emma Frost. Yeah, yeah, Emma Frost, but <laughs> she's just the most popular, arguably. You know what I mean? I mean, she's the one that was in the Flash show. Yeah. And she's the one I liked in, her. in the Suicide Squad I liked her character. and the New 52 and all that stuff. Yeah. She really got I, like her. I like the actress that was in the Flash show. I don't know her name, but I liked her. Yeah, she was good. Um, so, after fusing with ice emitted from a thermodynamic ultraconductor engine, a thermodynamic ultraconductor engine. Can you explain to me what that engine is? No. Um, (laughs) Caitlin Snow gained the ability to project various forms of frozen water, including ice and snow from the tips of her fingers. So this is what is actually on DC's website. Okay. Um, One of the 
chilliest characters in this <laughs> There's season. no way it says that. It does. Killer Frost has been a villain, an anti-hero, and a hero. So, first introduced as Crystal Frost, a former student of Professor Martin Steen. Martin Stein. St- whatever you want to call it. That's Firestorm. It's, it's Firestorm, but like you it's say Stein. Stein? It's Stein. Whatever. She was an adversary for Firestorm until her death. Shortly thereafter... Her friend, Dr. Louise Lincoln, replicated the experiment that gave Crystal... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I I, I knew you were going to do some shit. She replicated the experiment that gave Crystal her powers and became the second Killer Frost. So with a vendetta against Firestorm, she would fight the nuclear hero for years. So you've got a character that's fighting the human... or, Or the opposite of the Human Torch. And a character fighting the opposite of what she is. Exactly. So DC and, and Marvel both kind of wanted to go after that, I guess. So um, she fought the, the, the nuclear hero on her own for years and as a member of the Suicide Squad and the Injustice League. Um, the third and current Killer Frost, Dr. Caitlin Snow, a scientist at Star Labs, when Snow was attacked by agents of Hive, in the Arctic, she gained cold powers, used them to help Firestorm and Steve Trevor rescue the Justice League. Since then, Snow has found herself on both the Suicide Squad and the Justice League of America and demonstrated a desire and willingness to be more than the villainous legacy that she inherited. So, Kayla Snow was never a villain. No. So, different versions of... Which... But you know, when I the, get to her feats on Friday, it's not that she's so a villain. She's more like an anti-hero. Yes. But if you look, like you know, in the Flash, the show, which I know is not comic accurate, right. but if you think about it, they were, you know, in the normal universe, Caitlin Snow helped um, Cisco and helped mm-hmm. Barry, right? And but she kept getting that white strand of hair. You remember that? Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then in the other universe, she was fully Killer Frost. And Killer Frost was evil. Right. But this one, so you have three, she's like the third Killer Frost, and she's the one that's, I guess, more of an anti-hero and leans more on the hero, anti-hero kind of side. Where right. Like, um, she's a member of the Suicide Squad, but there's a cool concept where, the, obviously, the Suicide Squad and the Justice League come to blows at times. Right. Because um, Amanda Waller yeah. wants control. So... That bitch. That would put her more in the anti-hero category, yeah. I would say. Um, but this is the actual origin story that goes into a little more depth. So, Caitlin Snow was a young and bright scientist working for Star Labs, assigned to an underfunded Star Labs outpost in the Arctic Circle, where the deceased researcher, Dr. Louise Lincoln had been working on a self-sustaining thermodynamic ultraconductor engine that that could subvert the second um, the second law of thermodynamics in order to create perpetual motion. Caitlin became interested in continuing Lincoln's work in spite of her colleagues warning her against it. So when Caitlin succeeded in finishing the um, the engine, I'm going to I'm going to instead of calling it the uh self-sustaining thermodynamic ultra conductor engine, I'm going to be it the, the engine. I'm just going to call it the STU engine. Um okay. 
her colleagues. That seems like you're taking shortcuts, but okay. Do you, would you? <laughs> nope. So I'd say the whole thing every time. All right. Her colleagues turned on uh, turned on her, revealing themselves to be working for Hive, which I mentioned earlier, kind of like the more brief rundown, as they were expected to ensure that the engine was never made public in order to protect Hive's investment in the energy industry. Furthermore, they were also responsible for Lincoln's death, after all, and then they proceeded uh, in silencing Caitlin by placing her in the working STU engine. In a panic, Caitlin ripped out the wires from the engine's coolant system, consequently infusing her biological makeup with ice. As a result, she became a vampiric being who, who craved for heat and killed the hive's agents. After carrying out her vengeance, Caitlin continued to search for the other for other sources of heat. She attacked a Nor- Norwegian research camp and stole their helicopter to fly fly to her hometown of Pittsburgh, where she encountered and fought Firestorm. While fighting Firestorm, Caitlin discovered that Firestorm's powers can temporarily heal her condition, and devoted her time seeking and confronting him. So. She soon learned that um, the fi- about the Firestorm Matrix and attempted to like recreate it. So that's basically Caitlin Snow's origin story. So I'll get into some comic book recommendations. So there's Firestorm, the Nuclear Man. So Killer Frost, um, reoccurring villain in Firestorm comics. There she is being more on the villain side. Then there's the Justice League of America. Um, Killer Frost has appeared in various Justice League storylines, including when they team up to fight other villains. So there's various mm-hmm. Justice League of America comics that she's in. Um, then there's one called Forever Evil. That one's a good one. I just read that one. It's over here. Yeah, so, so you know about that one. So. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, they don't, though, so yeah, tell them so about it. <laughs> the story, this storyline features Killer Frost as a member of the Secret Society of Supervillains and explores her character in more depth. Then... There's the Flash. Killer Frost has that's had a good one. Several several story arcs. I'm just talking about the Flash comics in general. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What? Why are you being an asshole? I'm not. The Flash is good. Good comic. Good character. Good story. In the Flash comics, both she has had it. Like she is, he's been her enemy, and in some variations, she's considered more as an antihero. And then there's various Suicide Squad comics, which leans leads into some of her more like interesting character dynamics and stories. Now I will tell you about enemies. Can you guess some of them? <clears throat> the flash. Which one? Barry Allen. And Wally West. Yep. Number two. Number two is Firestorm. Yes. <laughs> number three. <laughs> number three is I'm running out of things, but number three, is it a justice league member? It is the entire Justice League. Okay, yes. yeah, okay. Um, and then I was about to say, is there another separate, four to make it even separate? Um, I will put Batman, um, usually as a part of larger conflicts. <laughs> Batman's not an enemy involving other villains or teams. Batman's not a threat. What are you talking about? He's not a threat to Killer Frost. Really? Yeah. So I guess I'll talk about her powers <laughs> and abilities. Uh, talk about some of them. So she has a uh, unique physiology. So her new state is, uh, it's her body is completely encased in like a permafrost. Yeah. So, so it's she's like not necessarily made of ice. But so she she's almost like hypothermic. Yep. Yeah. If that's a word, that's the, a word, right? The <laughs> chirokinesis. Is that how you're saying it? 
Cryokinesis? Cryokinesis, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's another one. <laughs> and then she also has, you know, like superhuman durability. Yep. She's got a genius level intellect, obviously, if she's a, a scientist at Star Labs. Um, so that's just a couple of things that I've got for you there. That's pretty As far cool. as her origin story. She, so. She's a lot cooler than I thought she was. I mean, I thought she was cool. I'm yeah. not like, but she's better than I thought. She's chilly. She's chilly. She's cool, though. Cool and chilly. Yeah. Chill. I want some chili right now. Anyway. <laughs> we should make some chili. Anyway. but I don't, um, I don't even know where to start. You don't know how chili. to make chili? No. I know how to make chili. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Why are we having this conversation? I, I have. Know. I know how to make chili. I've made it before. Iceman know how to make chili? Probably. Killer Frost know how to make chili? I don't know. Then why are we talking about it? You started it. You started it. I said I wanted chili. And then I said, let's make some chili. And you were like, you don't know how. Robbie, get on with it. Do you have anything else to say? About <laughs> no, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready to come on Friday and, and surprise the shit out of you. With that being said, go give your local comic book store some love. Tell them the Justice versus Vengeance podcast sent you. And we will see you again on Friday to discuss which one of these characters come out on top. Later.